All right, ladies and gentlemen, are we ready to talk about what might be one of my top five favorite albums? Damn. Maybe. Yes. (laughs) 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 Fucking Melt Banana, noise rock band. That's what they're called. It's Mm -hmm. interesting because I'd love to talk about genre with these guys a little bit. Um, But Melt Banana, Japanese band, uh, we're going to talk about their 2013 release, Fetch. Um, I would say it's definitely, it's funny cause I, I, I think it is the most accessible of their albums. Uh, some of their albums are like 10 second songs, uh, that go on just these rampages of noise and then decay into nothing. Uh, <laughs> and by nothing, I mean just brutal static and sweet. crazy noise. <laughs> yeah. Just sweet, 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 sweetness. <laughs> um, the, these guys, uh, Michael, you turned me on to them. So as as always, ladies and gentlemen, I'm joined uh, here today by one Daniel DeFranco. Hello, folks. Book record beer, mini cast, talking about an album with, with Michael Cast. <laughs> Hello. My brother, Mike. Um, and unfortunately, Gregorio uh, is having too much fun. Is that what's happening? Yeah. I think uh, he's back at Disney. Yeah. <laughs> it's his uh, tri-monthly uh, experience. Well, it's an anniversary of his last visit to Disney. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? So I just watched the Florida Project <laughs> yeah. uh, recently. Fuck. Jeez, that makes Disney like... Whew, it's crazy. In any case, let's talk about this band, uh, Not to Stray. Um, so again, 2013 release. Um, Japanese band. This is their seventh album, if I'm correct. I believe... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they have seven albums. This is their last studio. Yeah, they did, and um, cool. it's funny because you know I I mentioned it to this dude who's working at our school right now with W H Y Y. Um, he has a record label. He's he's awesome. Like, born in India, raised in China. He's got like this real eclectic musical knowledge. Uh, and I was like, I was like, dude, have you heard these guys? My brother turned me on to him. He was like, oh, Mel Banana. Yeah. yeah, I missed them the last time they were here. I was like, fuck. Yeah, dude. I was very, very surprised. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna pop it over to you. Drop drop a little bit of uh, background info or whatever kind of knowledge you want to get people. Yeah. Like, this is what you need to know to understand the Melt Banana. So, I think, because um, th- what you said about, there's like this cult kind of thing about them. And, yeah. like, most people I've talked to don't know about them. But, like, okay, so, for instance, I found out about them from my buddy Mike uh, at Temple. He found out about them. They wrote a song for Adult Swim uh, back okay. in like 2007, I think, um, and that was aired on Adult Swim. And they were kind of like this kind of underground cult type thing. I think that was their their last studio album. Was it like 27, 2007, and then Melp, uh, and then uh, Fetch in 2013. I yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't doubt that because I think after that point, um, they yeah, were Bambi's definitely Bambi's Dilemma. That was the one right before. Yeah, so. Um, I think what's interesting about them is where they got noticed was actually through Steve Albini, oh. which is really interesting. 1994, they come out with, um, what is it, Scratch or Sniff? And <laughs> um, that was recognized by, uh, they, they played with this band, K.K. Knoll, um, who found, he was in this like same kind of thing, punk underground scene uh, in Japan. And... Um, brought them to the label that involved Steve Albini. So after oh. that, he, he produced one of their albums, and from there, Why they started Albini playing... a thread on this cast? It's, well, it's interesting, dude, because he, yeah, he had, I think in the 90s he's got especially... got hands in everything. Yeah, and as a producer, I mean, he's he's proven his, his worth a number of times. He would, he would say, 
engineer motherfucker yeah 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 i'm an engineer and i that album i listen to that album it is good um it's not my favorite but it's it's cool but um so yeah the the big thing with them i think is interesting that they have that cult status is is through steve albini and that whole scene and they started playing and actually then from that point on they actually did a tour with tool which i thought was really interesting yeah that brought them into a more mainstream type um realm i guess you could say mainstream but even still like (laughs) an opener for tool i mean i feel like that's pretty diverse yeah i saw mashuga open up for tool yeah you know i I actually can't even think of all the openers for fucking tool that i've that's what i've I've seen tool a number of times yeah i really can't remember any of them except for mashuga because i remember like that that drummer is like incredible yeah and i was like and that's a funny name yeah and that's why it's they're they're good too but uh let's talk about so let's talk about genre right because you're talking about steve albini shellac and stuff is definitely all noise big black is interesting because it'll he has that sort of like drum machine going and stuff like this we get a little bit of drum machine type stuff on this i would say though that for me the thing that really sticks out on this album especially is how clean the bass is it's not an Mm. extension of the guitar because the guitar is this wildly sometimes distorted but precise noisy element right it's it's an element it's not really a guitar traditionally to me right the bass though is like a drum and bass bass very clean uh it's like it's just like a fucking p bass it sounds like you You know know what's interesting about that is it's a robot (laughs) the bassist and the drummer are both machines they're a two-piece no shit yeah they used to be a three-piece um or they used to be a full band with a drummer and a bassist and actually when this album came out they were four years into being a two-piece um, so the drums and the bass are actually machines. No shit, because I watched live videos on on YouTube yeah. of of the girl that's the bassist playing right. the songs from Fetch. Right, right, right. They've had they've had, and she's toured with them for sure. But they they are like a dedicated two piece now. Oh, like so new, it's a lead singer and the guitarist. Yeah, that's and, interesting. Yeah, because they formed the band. They were the first two. Okay, so yeah, that, and that that blew my mind because the thing that got me into this album. Uh, along with the bass drums was the, crazy. the drums. It was like this is unbelievable because. But the thing is, when they play live, they if they when they did have a drummer, I mean, he was he up to par with that. Oh, shit. definitely, like, yeah. That was you know, so it's still impressive as fuck. Um, so what would what what uh, actually? Let's throw it to Daniel because I know you and me will fucking I, yeah I, the go was like, balls in on this the whole time. But what I would love to know uh, what your thoughts were on this. What would you, if you had to like say to somebody, oh, Nick fucking made me listen to this album, uh, this is what I would compare it to, or this is what I would call it in terms of like genre, or, you know. Or sound at that point. Yeah. We got N- noise rock. Oh, so it fits. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. But the Future to the Left is called noise rock, right? And that's very, right? Like Yeah, they, they were like pop-ish type. It's interesting. The, the yeah. wide range, I'm saying, of, of, of noise rock, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, am I jumping in? Is yeah, this I'm right? yeah, okay. I, 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 this is, oh, this was that was flipping it that's over. That's what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. <sure>. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do the hand motion for you. Okay, oh, I needed. I'm that. trying to eliminate the yeah. hand motion, but of course I'm an idiot. Uh, I have a question for Mike, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, you seem to know more about this outfit than Nick. Am I wrong in that? No, absolutely. He's okay. the one who told me about. So, it. it's just a singer and a guitar player. Yeah. So the singer just sings. Yeah, and yeah. she gets half the money. 
I guess so. Okay, it's not fair. But look, her vocal lines, are, her vocal melodies on this are, are, are crazy. What, what, what word did you use? Her vocal what? Melodies. I didn't think there were any of those on this album. I think you misspoke. I, I well, and she would say that. Their, her, say that. their earlier albums, they didn't. She, it was, this is like when you listen Maybe. to the earlier stuff, it's like she's yes. making melody. <laughs> but their, their earlier stuff, there was no way... And then they slowly well, she started didn't even to, time. Like in context with this band, when you say that, I'm like, well, actually, this album has the most melodies they've ever written. Yeah. On this yeah. one. On this, I'm this, not listening to another one. But Jesus. That's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't like it one bit. Um, <laughs> not even zero? Uh, okay. On a scale of zero. Zero, the last song. You know what I'm talking about, right? No. I think that's the most accessible. Which in any case, it's my favorite. Um, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh, oh, that's the last uh, song. Oh my god! My, my, my favorite one is the one where I said "fuck this." And I said, "Hey Siri, play the New York Dolls." <laughs> so uh, I give them choice. I give them credit for. And my phone's actually playing the New York Dolls now. She listened. <laughs> um, shut her off before. She's Weird. still listening. Let's let this ride. This is live. This is technology. Like, Weird. Yeah. What happens now? Nope. Did you you didn't like Candy Gun? She didn't understand. So I give the choice. I give him credit for playing the nearest thousand. Jesus. Jesus, okay. I hope uh, I, I hope someone listening to this, if they play this like out loud, their phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, anyway, so I give them credit for making me want to put on the New York Dolls. Um, well, that's, yeah, that's a bonus. So there's that. That's a boner is what that is. Um, all right, <laughs> let, me, let me be constructive here because... Uh, I didn't like it. I didn't think you were going to like it, but I, I, I am expecting when you, when some I sort of analysis when, here. when you put it on, or when you when I put it on, I was like, he's fucking with me. <laughs> he did this on purpose. <laughs> oh, man. I listen to this all the time. Oh, I'm sorry. Dude, you know what's funny? I was listening to it in class right yeah. before my seniors came in, and uh, Zero uh, popped up. It was like the end of the, the fucking album, and uh, one of my students, she starts, she starts like rocking out at her desk right next to it, and I thought she was making fun of me, which is, you know, that's whatever. They're like... Alec listened to this crazy shit and then she came back at the end of class like covertly and was like Malik what was that band and I was like Melt Banana and she was like that makes perfect sense oh god what was the song and I was like I think it was Zero when you were rocking out and she was like this, it's so good so that's cool yeah uh, and the music is exactly that if you want to I could totally see so just put this on and you're not really thinking and just fucking thrash yeah um, man I could also see that if I was like warring with like a neighboring country, I would I would blast this into their <laughs> put a bunch of speakers vicinity. and yeah. just blast it. Dude, I mean, yeah, makes it's, sense. It's interesting because the reason I got into it was just the sheer guitar work. Aside from that, like he's doing so much. He, Agata, um, I forget his first name, but he tapes that that uh, he's got a surgical to, mask, that surgical mask. Yeah. He's he's known for his pedal board because he's like honed it to be so specific to what he does and it involves manual loops and stuff. Yeah. So when he's hitting he's hitting buttons to make notes, you know, uh repeat at cool. super fast times and stuff. I mean but like in real time too. So like a lot it's of all things, real time. Yeah. A lot of things you're listening to cuz I mean I'm not sure if you if you took note of it if you're really just like kind of cringing and getting through it, but like I having listened to it like for fun <laughs> every time yeah. and enjoyment uh i really noticed there's layers and layers and layers and layers and layers to the guitar work and so i started watching the live youtube videos and stuff like that he pretty much does all of it live yeah like it's that wall of sound that's coming mm -hmm. out of one guitar he's doing it all in real time it's almost like when you figure out 
when you when you see somebody who really knows how to play mm-hmm. a synthesizer, yeah, right, and no, how they're knows. able to mold yeah. these waves and stuff like that and make sound, like literally make sound and attune it. Um, that's what he's doing with the guitar with a lot of this pedal work, and I, it's it's fascinating to me because you think back of like the original, not the original, but those early guys who 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 started doing like uh, effects with tape and stuff, like the Edge and shit from yeah. U two and whatnot, and like. How how primitive that was, and how you really couldn't reproduce it without somebody at the board behind the curtain helping you out, right? You know, and now he's doing it in clubs the size of Johnny Brenda's, you know, with people thrashing into him. Yeah, it's just it's it's fantastic because you know playing a loop pedal. Do you ever fuck with a loop pedal? Yeah, it's tough to get it on. Just all loop on is tough, you know. And he's doing it this like like micro looping. It's Yeah. It's, I, I'm impressed. I, I, I'm really blown away. I mean, there's artistry. Yeah. I just don't like it. Sure. Yeah. yeah that's not, not for you. You ever see that? Uh, I don't think it's for most people. Maybe. I think this is for a very... Here's the thing. This is what I'll compare it to. For it reminds earthers. me of, of uh, Young Machetes. Because you think about the Blood Brothers, right? You think of Burn Piano on them, Burn and stuff like that, where it's all... I mean, it's not for everybody by any stretch of imagination. It's for a very small audience. But then you get to like crimes and and young machetes and you're like i don't know how and maybe this is a weird bias or, or some my brain is 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 strange but i'm like i don't know how you couldn't kind of get into this because look at how it's structured it's and look so at how owned. accessible and 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 polished it is you yeah. know and i think fetch is 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 kind of like that it's like the young machetes are the crimes of I'll, I'll, these guys i'll give it that for something that sounded so without abandon it yeah. was very yeah. Organized, bam, 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 yeah. like, like it's, it, that's it's precise. It's honed. It's yeah. just years and years of like they they stuck to exactly what they've been doing. Yeah, and they they've always they've let Agata like flex his soundscape muscles yeah. in a in a punk uh, aesthetic, which is because it's a hardcore beat. What eight of the oh however yeah. many tr- uh, tracks? You yeah, know? the whole out that fetch in particular too is just like brutal hardcore beats and stuff but the the fact that i just love to hear guitars flex ambient Mm -hmm. noise in that kind of context because the other thing that's like like why i got into them was their whole thing their whole idea is a translation of displaced time of understanding american punk music so i remember i went to otakon which was uh it's like a um anime convention sure there was a panel on this Japanese punk band um, that was 2007, 2008, whatever, and they were playing songs that sounded just like the Sex Pistols, but it was an interpretation of the Sex Pistols. From right. basically, they 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 were delayed on like internet and connectivity with American culture and what was like breeding. What's well, like Shona Knife? I'm not familiar. Oh, um, I'm pretty sure they're the band that's in Kill Bill that they're playing in Kill Bill when she destroys oh, yeah. everybody, right? And that's almost like a 1950s rockabilly exactly. rock and roll interpretation of what was going on the, the years displacing yeah. exactly. And that th- these guys are that same displacement, and it's it's awesome because it's an exaggerated interpretation of what punk music like is. like 70s punk music, Se- 70 maybe even 80s. I would like say it's hardcore. 80s hardcore. Yeah. All right, it's like right because it's that hardcore beat the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's definitely '80s, hard, yeah, '80s hardcore, like Chromags or, or something like, like that. Yeah, yeah. real like well, abrasive scream, yeah. stuff. That's and that's 80s, that, that's why I love it. It's like it's almost like a childlike interpretation of like you turn on a stereo. It's the first time you've heard someone screaming at you, and you want to replicate it. So mm-hmm. they they make they you know that industrial part of them is the necessity 
you know and it's an it's just an interpretation of uh american yeah. hardcore you know yeah so it's, it's cool like that that's you know. shown a knife japanese band formed in osaka in 1981 influenced osaka. by 1960s uh pop bands including the Dude, beach boys that that displacement yeah. culturally is so interesting Musically, like that shit is because so this cool. is what you're seeing now when you're, but you're getting it as it's new, right, right, right. right. Yeah. That's so cool. It I is really cool. If, uh, in 2010, I had the, the good fortune to do some traveling, and I was sitting in. Uh, Go on. <laughs> this is going somewhere. It's it's coming back. I had the good fortune to do a bit of traveling. Is it, does that sound douchier than just saying I was traveling? No, you just said it as if we were in like overstuffed leather chairs or something <laughs> like that. Like, well, I want to say because I don't want to come across like I'm from like this place of privilege, but I am. But I'm well, also. If anybody listened to the last cast, <laughs> yeah, I we've think already they know. <laughs> but I'm aware that I did have the good fortune to do this. Sure, thing. it's a privilege. Right. We understand. Yeah. You. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I was sitting in a square in, um, I think, in Prague somewhere. Uh, Go on. Okay. Nice. Uh, no, I, 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 Prague is awesome. Right. Yeah. So, and I had a had a guitar with me, and uh, this big group of family. I forget where they're from. Maybe like Lithuania or some other like even further east Eastern European country. They came over, and we they barely spoke English, and we didn't speak whatever they they spoke. But they wanted to Probably like check. play music. Well, they weren't. I don't think. They're oh from right, the right. Republic. You said Lithuania um, two seconds ago. So they wanted us like to play American music, and they just kept naming all of these super old. Like '80s, '70s songs, and like not even Little like, Richard, not yeah, not even like cool ones. There were, or, or or like '80s like pop songs that were like one hit. Oh, one Give us aha. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. and then the closest, <laughs> the Back to the Future soundtrack, Ada, like the B sides only. B fifty two. The closest that any of them got to like a new song was that Evanescence song. Oh, like oh, Bring Me Home or whatever that song is, Bring Me to Life. Whatever that makes sense in Eastern yeah. Europe. Yeah. And that was yeah, like 40. early 2000s and that song came out. Oh, wow. I was like, that wasn't even a good song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. And I don't even think they particularly liked it. I think that was just like the they newest. They knew it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like American music. Right. So well, th- uh, that disconnect, I think, is just, uh, it's fascinating. It, it is. Because if we drove two hours, you know, uh, uh, west into mid you know, central PA. Yeah. Like they're like 10 years behind and certain. Well, I was just, I was li- yeah. literally just going to say it. Like me and Mike had a firsthand 2010 uh, when we uh, toured out firsthand Minnesota, uh, Montana, Wisconsin, uh, even like Portland and stuff like that. Cause two piece, right. Mm-hmm. We have two piece fest in Philly. Right. We're at, Two Piece Fest Eleven coming up, right? Yeah, so it's been right. around for a while. Like we're we're about it. We know it. Uh, Death from Above, nineteen seventy nine. We were heavily influenced by and all these other bands. When we got out, when you, when, when we got to Cleveland or not Cleveland to Cincinnati, I think yeah, we were an anomaly, mm-hmm. right? And it, in Chicago and and all these other places, people were like, "Whoa, like what is going on here?" Yeah, you know, yeah. like they, they they really were sort of like fascinated by that we were doing what we were used to kind of seeing and doing right in Philly and on the East coast anyway. Uh, and it was, it was like a new, a new fucking thing out there. Um, and it was really, it was pretty, I, I found that to be really interesting, especially like Portland. Cause they, there was a band before us that played like murder city devils. We we're like, Oh, they fucking rule. That was new to me. And that was old news to them. 
Like, cause they're from there, right? right? So that I remember that distinctly. I remember being like, I was blown away by Murray City Devils, but that was old as fuck, mm. and they were blown away by a two piece with synths and weird stuff. Yeah, and, and, and we were like, ah, we're we're trying to keep going forward, yeah. right? We're progressing from this. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it's interesting, man. It really is. You see it on a larger scale with, you know, they're like twenty years later. It's like it's just finally catching up. Yeah. And then how do they interpret that? So, uh, it's like recycling. It's yeah. like they're shifting and finding new shit from it well, like, but it's not somebody, just recycling because recycling means that you're I think it's mining yeah, i think it's mining it, mining yeah I, bec- and and if you watch uh dig there's a, a rock critic and i fucking forget his name all the time he's a he's an irish last name like mccullough or something and he goes one day some band somebody's gonna find um the brian jones sound massacre they're gonna go they're through great. all the albums and they're gonna mine it for all that's worth and 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 really, he's right because they've always been on the radar, and a lot of people know. And it's a little bit cultish, but you know, I think the movie, frankly, brought them out yeah. quite a bit. But you, there's so much that you really do have to have to mine, mm-hmm. like delicately mine with with like a you know tiny chisel, um, to to really pull those things and and get the sort of like mining vein of what what is going through all the albums, just like his sort of like artistic essence, and and see. Wow, this is this is what he's doing, and this is how it works, and how he branches off and strays from it in all these ways. And I feel like it, it's one of those things where it really takes a lot of time to truly get the essence of something. And some bands and some people will will get that essence really quick, mm-hmm. and then they'll be able to manipulate it and turn it into something that's that's sort of uniquely their own. And and that's what I see with with Mel Banana is is they really do like. It doesn't feel like the '80s hardcore that I know or am used to. Yeah, and, but it, and it makes but the it '80s does, hardcore, though, right? But it does. But it makes the '80s but hardcore that I know and am used to yeah. seem amateurish, mm-hmm. and seem seem like it just I, I, amateurish is really is really the word. Uh, and then you start getting into like your well home screams and your updated versions of it that are really fucking good in your in your Dillinger Escape and all this. And then it gets mathy and different things like that. Right. Right. And and. It's funny because I was trying to explain it to one of my students who's really into math rock and stuff, as high school students are, and uh, and and he he was he was asking me about Melpinac because I was like, ah, oh, I've been telling you to listen to him for like years now, um, and he's like he's like, well, is it is it mathy? And I my knee jerk was yes, and I thought about it. I'm like, really no, yeah, it, no, it's, it's it's a soundscape with a hardcore beat and a fat baseline yeah. and the highest pitched but awesome vocal. See that that's the other really interesting thing about the interpretation is Mel Banana is the epitome of like someone playing with frequency and the idea of frequency yeah. cuz that that guitarist is obsessed with like bird like high pitched dog whistle frequency. It was too much for me man. I don't know if I'm just my I'm getting old. But what like but what was I was it, like, that's too much. Because <laughs> I, well, I nerd out to that because it's like, wh- like he's literally like you can see he's he's placing frequencies in every you know realm of the spectrum. You got the bass, you got the and it's a drum machine. You yeah, got her voice, and then you got him just like washing the mids. Do we think going he going up here? Like, I had a pack of dogs chasing my car on the way. Yeah, home. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It's yeah, it's crazy like that. It's, and her voice is so high, but it's not that annoying. Like some of my students turn me on to like some K-pop and different things like that. There, yeah, that's yeah. the whole. Some of that, some of that is 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 it, that burrows into my fucking temples and and hurts. Where did K-pop come from, man? 
That's, I mean, a that's comparison. another, yeah, that's for another, another case. Yeah, that's yeah, another, yeah. Uh, displaced yeah, time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some know? other, but they're metal, right? A lot, some of that will get to the There's metal realm. Baby which is, metal. Baby metal is the one I'm really thinking yeah, of. Yeah, baby metal is because uh, oh, K-pop man. is has been around for a while, and yeah. there's actually yeah. they were like they love those artists like over there. Like but that's that's actually a whole different thing because there's a lot of exploitation of the artists and stuff oh, like sure. that. And yeah, because they have to be up. giant groups of like either men or like women. It's the band is always like ten girls or ten boys. Like it's but never... like a lot of them end up being taken advantage of. Oh, and there's for a, a sure. lot yeah, no, of like sexual abuse and is... all sorts of. It's like a Black Mirror episode. Yeah, it really is. It's like that Black Mirror like singing contest episode. Yeah, it's real this, fucked up. The whole scene of it is is definitely. So I want to stray up. back to the <laughs> yeah 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 to That's the album hand because I I I I really um, I'm glad you gave a listen. I'm glad you gave a listen. Gave two listens. Nice. Yeah. Um, Second and one was I, more skipping. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> I will say I don't think uh, I really don't think there's a bad song on the fucking album. I really don't. It's one of those, and that's why I say it, it's. I don't think it's one of my top five to contest my earlier assertion, but I I do. I would say it's probably top ten and definitely top twenty of all time. For me, yeah, definitely. That's crazy. Man. Albums, I'm, I'm surprised. By Albums, that definitely, definitely. Wow. Yeah, I I I because you know what? Some of my sort of like criteria, and one of them is that I'm getting something new and different every time, and the guitarist just puts so much. I mean, you 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 talk about this like just compacting, 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 compacting all of this, and like Mike's saying, like there is sound everywhere there could be sound, so your ears are just like titillated yeah, by but, yeah. by what's by what's going on, and 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 then you have at the very top of that spectrum her voice, and then like kind of right in that beautiful mid the bass, you know, it's like a drum and bass bass, and it and it's yeah. it's so clean and just and just fat sounding. Um, that you know, it's me in the plums. Yes, yeah. I think it's fair to say, like it's it's actually, aside from just like the punk aesthetic and the the hardcore beats and everything, it's sonically it's just really pleasing. It's, it's or yeah. at least even if you don't think it's pleasing, it's <laughs> I interesting. Dis- I disagree. It's it's that's sonically really, that, interesting. That's it's funny that your your positive is is my number one negative. Yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah. I mean, it didn't sound good to my my ears. Yeah, it's abrasive to you. It's like, yeah, yeah. I think, but, but our ears have been conditioned by, by I have extremes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, can, you guys can't hear anymore. That's why I have. Awful you need tinnitus. it to be. All I yeah. hear yeah. is his guitar tone it's, every day. It's, it's funny. Like, well, you know, you. It's funny because all of us have gone to school for music in some way. Me, by far the least. Michael for sound engineering, and you as an actual musician. And so it's uh, it's interesting that that is your. That that is your particular take, um, but I'll say this because it's it's interesting. It's 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 sort of what your what your spectrum is as a as a music fan and music listener mm-hmm. too. Because like, I know I, I definitely I I like to broaden my shit. I have my like, but I will stray and really gravitate to it to, toward an outlier every now and again. Like I I really like hers. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. ordering that, and that that shit's fucking crazy. I don't think you'd give that. The songs are twenty seconds. I don't think you'd. you'd and it's give another it 10. drum machine too. And it's another drum machine, and 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 I think I think the thing about it is 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 really you condition yourself to what you like, and I really do like stuff that m- makes me want to put my fist through a a, a, f- a fucking wall, and and that I try and figure out how it's done. 
Yeah. And and sometimes that supersedes the other, but those are usually the two things that that combine. Um, and I think the drums are fantastic. I, I think everybody's great in this band. And I think this album in particular is the most accessible. Um, and if I were to sell somebody out, that's half the reason why I picked it because I, I would love for more people listen to him so we could get them back from Japan and fucking get to go see him. I would love to go see him. They they did play recently in Philly. I fucking I know. I I missed it as well, dude. Yeah. Yeah, was, I didn't I I know but afterward. Right, right. I didn't that was know like in the moment cuz uh, I would have fucking went too. Yeah. Same thing. So but, um yeah, any any closing thoughts, Mike? Uh, anything we missed that you would want the people to know? Yeah. Um what was I just thinking? Oh, well the the one thing I wanted to say um if you're into industrial and soundscape type ambient music and you know uh more sonically focused stuff um agata uh forget his first name but agata the guitarist he has a solo album called spike uh i checked it's on youtube i checked it out it's it's you know exactly what you would expect well not exactly what you would expect but it's an industrial sound album it's really good like it's him you can hear him experiment with all his pedals and like make really weird sounding shit. It's cool. Um, nice. And I did have they have they actually have done covers that I thought were really interesting. Oh yeah, they do Devo. They do Uncontrollable Urge. They do We Will Rock You. Yeah 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 by yeah. Queen. They do What a Wonderful World by Louis Armstrong. Holy they shit. They do Surfing USA by Beach Boys, and they do My Generation by The Who, which I think so is this super is, That just plays right into what you were saying with that reinterpretation yeah. and all that stuff. They, they're they're very self-aware, too, of, of what they're doing. So yeah. he's doing like these kind of like all like Beach Boys. They, they, no, they that's the band. These, the band covers those. Yeah. He did like his soundscape type his, stuff, Yeah, right? his, he has a solo album called Spike, and he did all just noise experiments with a guitar. And okay. I, I'm just saying if anyone's interested in Mel Banana, you know, give him a listen too, because he's cool. Yeah, cool. I, I, um, I, I, I do think that We Will Rock You makes so much sense. Because have you ever heard uh, Killer Queen, the live album? Mm-hmm. They they play We Will Rock You at four times the speed of really? the regular. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. We Will. It's 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 so fucking. It's almost like a hardcore beat. It's like We Will, We Will Rock You, Rock You. Like it's that oh, fast. That's cool. And Brian May's guitar sound because he uses um like a British coin instead of a guitar pick. Yeah, he's getting those that, made, isn't it, he? It gets that high frequency, that kind of. I didn't it's know. It's like yeah. scrapey, huh. you know. Yeah, that's cool. So that's why he gets that tone that's super high. Well, I yeah. heard that he's getting uh he he has like a little factory where they're making them into pick shapes. <laughs> he's, they're taking old like oh. like discarded coins and he's getting them turned into to picks. You know, he's like an astrophysicist. Absolutely. Like he's an astrophysicist, a PhD. Just like the dude from Bad Religion. Yeah. And just like the lead singer of Offspring. They're all physicists. Brilliant mind physicists. Isn't that crazy? It makes perfect sense to me for some reason. Yeah. Especially, it really makes sense to me that punk would be the, like, cause, give it to me, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> like, that's the dude that can fucking take an airplane apart and put it back together. Like, that's the guy. Um yeah, but they they called him. You know, uh, it's pretty fly for a white guy. You know, I mean, you <laughs> yeah. gotta give him. Well, give you him. know why he's called Dexter? Point Be- Dexter. Exactly. Yeah. Because he's a big fucking nerd, and the cool. nerds during his PhD program named him Dexter because he was the nerd of the nerds. Huh. It's ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. In any case, Mel Banana. My closing thoughts are: I think it's a, I think it's a brilliant album. I think it's an incredibly accessible album, um, and. You know, I, by now, I, if you've listened enough, you get a, a flavor of, of of the kind of stuff that we were listening to and talking about. And 
in any way that I am a fan of. So if you're if you're of that mind, I support the band and and pick it up, and maybe we can get them get them to come back because yeah. I would love to see them live. Yeah. On a scale of uh, newfound newfound glory to Jesus. Led Zeppelin, I'm okay. gonna give them a uh, gonna give them a solid. Uh, Van Halen after Hagar left. <laughs> <laughs> Take it. Jesus. Isn't that the dude from like, uh, oh God, who is it? It's a, it's a garbage, like extreme. It's the lead singer of extreme. Yeah. Yeah. Christ almighty. I'm just glad it's not newfound glory, dude. It's like, yeah, I, I, I think he was just doing that to fuck with me. Um, yeah. Cause you didn't think Van Halen can get lower. You didn't, and then okay. that happened. And I was like, "Wait, isn't that the guy from Jesus?" Cut <laughs> um, at the knees. Yeah, good Christ. Yeah, because uh, fucking... but, that, but thank you for this. You know, uh, life, it's an ear opener. There's there's a lot of beauty in this world, and um, <laughs> you know, you gotta how do, how do you know where it is if you don't open your ears and eyes and it's, tri- trip on industrial noise rock? Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It it really is. Oh man, it's I don't know why I I love it so much. I, I I just do, I do. It fucking rocks. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that's it. But I like, think I'm motivated solely by, you know, does it uh like turn my balls into a speed bag? And I yeah. think it does. For a thing I don't like, <laughs> I don't hate it. So, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That. That's great. That yeah. I mean, and I think they're musical enough that 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 could happen, you know. And yeah. just, you know, that kind of going on. So anyway, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Jim. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> May be not. <laughs> uh be sure to check us on the social medias i think we're on we're on twitter what do you think book record beer I, like I'm, I'm the one in charge 16th of the 16th mini cast yeah i think uh make sure to check us out on social media we're on twitter at book record beer we're on oh, facebook yeah. at facebook.com backslash book record beer we're on Ow. itunes soundcloud you say Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. At Instagram.com. Or just open the <laughs> app and uh, type in book record beer. Absolutely. Dot record dot beer. Most definitely. Thank you for listening. And we will uh, we'll see you soon. Like in a week. <laughs>